Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the D's Review. And on today's edition of News and Levity for March 10th, 10th 2020, our president is trying to ease fears about the economic downturn in light of the coronavirus. How much between Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders? We will go around the horn with some updates from across the news world about the Democratic primary race. We begin today from CNN. Trump, who faces a bitter re-election fight this year, mentioned the possibility of a payroll tax cut Monday evening. He said he has said he wants to help out the airline and cruise industries as well as fear of as well while fear of the virus and travel restrictions have crushed demand for tourism and business travel. The development comes as Trump and the White House try to put together an economic stimulus plan to counteract the impact from the coronavirus outbreak. After 20,000, as a 2,000 point drop in Dow Jones industrial average on Monday, the Dow bounced back somewhat Tuesday, raising 1,000 points late in the trending, tra late, tra late in the trading session. Trump met with state with Senate Rep Republicans early Tuesday afternoon, but they didn't reach a resolution on a potential response. Still, the president sounded, sounded an optimistic note. Be calm. It's really working out, he said after the meeting, referring to the government's response to the outbreak. A lot of good things are going to happen. The White House is also considering federal assistance for the shell industry as oil prices has tanked in recent days due to the price war between Russia and Saudi Arabia. The administration doesn't want it to be perceived as a bailout. An official said at least 28 people have died from the coronavirus in the U.S., while at least 805 people have been infected worldwide. More than eight, more than one thousand one hundred and eighteen thousand people have been infected, resulting in at least four thousand and twenty six. Sorry, four thousand two hundred and sixty two deaths early Tuesday. CNBC reported that the White House was not ready to roll out a specific plan of action on the on the economy while the deadly coronavirus spreads. Trump stunned people in the White House on Monday, according to officials, when he said that he would announce economic policy proposals at a news conference Tuesday. One big thing, one one thing that uh, Michael Pence did did qualify is that copays will be weighed for virus tests, saying that he had a, an agreement with all of the major insurance companies in the country. President Donald Trump, in a meeting with Republican lawmakers Tuesday on Capitol Hill, pitched a 0% payroll tax rate for employers and employees that would last the rest of the year, a White House official told CNBC. Uh, the government doesn't want it to be perceived as a stimulus package. It is a stimulus package, um, which makes sense. It is what you have to do when the markets are falling so far that it is possible that they cannot recover by themselves. Uh, definitely something that we need to do. The details of the plan are, uh, you know, up for scrutinization. At the end of the day, it's about keeping our, our uh, markets afloat. And uh, how that's done depends on your politics. At the end of the day, it needs to happen. Italy, we move on to international coronavirus news. Italy expands its quarantine to the entire country as coronavirus cases and deaths surge. Italy will expand the lockdown of the region to the, of its small region to the entire country. Prime Minister said Monday as Italy counts cases count surged, making it the country the, with the most COVID-19 cases outside of China. People throughout the country of 600 million should not travel other than for work or emergencies. He added that all public gatherings will be banned and sporting events 
suspended. The decision was made to protect the the vulnerable people in the country, he said. And the measures will take effect Tuesday uh, and last until April 3rd. The right decision today is to stay at home. The prime minister said, our future and the future of Italy is in our hands. These hands have to be more responsible today than ever before. A nationwide lockdown is an extension of quarantine measures rolled out over the weekend that applied to an area of the country that encompassed about 16 million people. Schools and universities all over the country will remain closed until April 3rd, he said, but public transit will remain operational. All schools in the country were previously closed until March 15th. He also said all restaurants and bars across the country will have to close at 6 p.m. The announcement makes the most extensive effort taken by a government outside China to curb the spread of COVID-19. It should also be noted that in China, they quarantined over 600 million people. To extrapolate that, the population of the United States falls at around 300 million people. They quarantined double the population of the U.S., Back to the article. We don't have any time. The numbers are showing that there have been a significant growth in infections, people in intensive care, and deaths, he said. Our habits have to change right now. We must give up. We must give things up for Italy. Italy, who reported a surge of 1,800 confirmed cases nationwide, bringing the total to at least 9,000 confirmed cases, which is the largest daily increase in Italy in terms of absolute numbers since the contagion first came to light on February 21st. So Italy is currently uh, the second country facing the largest outbreak of COVID-19 since China. And these are the measures they are taking, quite extreme and Definitely something that a country of 300 million like we will probably see some of these, these things happen. We as a nation don't over, overtly do things like ban gatherings. We simply give the intention that it would be wise to cancel them. We like to give the private sector their room to breathe. Now we move on to the Democratic presidential race and primary. Uh, we go around the horn to several news outlets from around the nation uh, for some updates. From the New York Times, what to watch for in Michigan and other contests. Michigan awards the most delegates, followed by Washington State, Missouri, Mississippi, Idaho, and North Dakota. The first results are, respected, are expected at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Former Vice President Joe Biden has become the racist delegates leader after a dominant showing on Super Tuesday last week, with Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont trailing him, but still within striking distance. There will be more Republican primary races in five of these states, which President Trump is expected to carry with ease. From USA Today, Biden and Sanders both canceled Cleveland events due to coronavirus concerns. Former Vice President Joe Biden and Senator Bernie Sanders both have canceled campaign rallies in Cleveland, Ohio, Tuesday night, citing public health and safety concerns. Three cases of coronavirus have been confirmed in Ohio as much... Uh, as of March 10th, there are 15 people being tested, for example, for possible exposures of coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. We are heeding the public warning from Ohio state officials who have communicated concerns about holding large indoor events during the coronavirus outbreak. The Sanders campaign said in a statement, Senator Sanders would like to express his regrets to the thousands of Ohioans who had planned to attend the event tonight. Sanders' event was going to be a Huntington 
Convention Center of Cleveland, the campaign also said all future events will be evaluated on a case-by-case basis. Biden campaign manager tweeted a statement around the same time as Sanders' statement in accordance with guidance from public officials and out of an abundance of caution, our rally in Cleveland, Ohio tonight is canceled. We will continue to consult with public health officials and public health guidance and make announcements about future events. The tweet read. All right, and finally, from... CNB, nope, 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 nope. That's not it. That's not it. Where are we at? There's one more. There's, I have one more. Ah, yes. According to CNN, Biden holds a double-digit lead. From Vi- uh, former Vice President Joe Biden has a double-digit lead over Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders for the Democratic presidential nomination. A new CNN poll of Democratic voters nationwide conducted by SSRS shows Biden is now the choice of a majority of Democratic voters nationwide. According to the poll, which was taken in the days after former Vice President's stronger-than-expected showing across Super Tuesday contests, and as the field of Democratic contenders with a realistic shot at winning the nomination narrowed to two digits. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the update around the horn about the Democratic national Democratic uh, nomination primaries that will be held today. Uh, it is still a two-horse race, is what all this says. And then the coronavirus is also affecting pretty much every facet of American life. And, of course, it is also infecting every facet of American news. But you've heard enough about the coronavirus and our election process. How about we go on to some good news in the world? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will close out today's show with uh, two good news stories from around the world. First up, in the latest in badass kid news, Russian boy paints stunning pet portraits in exchange for donations to local animal shelters. From the Good News Network, this nine-year-old Russian boy is using his artistic talent to benefit underserved animal shelters and this kid's work is is truly impressive the if you find this article it is the paintings that his kid does are amazing i'm gonna attempt to say his name uh peta it's pavel pavel amber abramov Pavel Abramov was first inspired to launch his labor of love after his pet dog passed away more than a year and a half ago. As a means of honoring his late companion, he picked up a paintbrush and started accepting online commissions for pet portraits. In exchange for the masterpieces, Pavel asked his customers to donate pet food and supplies to his local animal shelters. Pavov is the youngest volunteer in the sole animal shelter in a small town. The shelter care cares for about 100 animals at a time, many of which have benefited from Pavov's contributions. Pavov and his mother collect the donations through their project, Good Paintbrush, since many of the younger many of the youngsters' works are published on the Duo social media page, What Is a Little Volunteer Capable Of? Pevov have re- has received commissions from as far as Spain, Germany, and the U.S. Over the course of his two-year mission, two years, Pevov has painted hundreds of pet portraits. Although the Good Paintbrush Project has been entirely volunteer-run, he and his mother are now pushing financial su- are pursuing financial support so they can improve their international commission pro- process and find more ambi- and find more ambitious ways of helping animal shelters. Wonderful man. I love kids. Kids just rock it, dude. Kids just kill it. They just do. And they just do because they feel. Ah, 
missed that. And our last bit of good news for the day, CO2 emissions from the global power sector declined by a record-breaking 2% in 2019, says new research from the Good News Network. Carbon emissions from the world's power sector reportedly fell 2% in 2019, the single largest drop in electronic CO2 production since the 1990s. According to the new report from the environmental think tank Eber, the historic decline in CO2 emissions was largely caused by Europe and the U.S. shifting away from coal, resulting in a global 3% decline in coal-fired power generation, which is also the largest drop in 30 years. Coal emissions in Europe declined by 24% in favor of wind and power, while coal declined in the U.S. by 16% in favor of natural gas. Collectively, this means that Europe's coal usage has almost halved by 43% since 2007. The global decline of coal and power sector emissions is good news for the climate, but governments have the have to dramatically accelerate the electronic transition so that global coal generation collapses throughout the 2020s, says Eber Electronic Analyst Dave Jones. To switch from coal into gas is just swapping one fossil fuel for another. The cheapest and quickest way to end coal generation is through a rapid rollout of wind and solar. The year's editions of Eber's annual emissions reports uses data representing electronic generation and demand across 217 countries, covering 85% of the world's electricity production. The full report is free for public access. Beautiful. Movements are made in the right direction. And therefore, continues our march into what I believe will be the greatest, greatest part of the human civilization. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will end that today. Have a wonderful day. Uh, tomorrow's going to be a cut and dry real quick because I'm going to be in and out because I got to I gotta do stuff tomorrow. I may not even have one, but we'll see. Thanks for watching. This has been the Diaz Review. News and Liberty for March 10th, 2020. Have a good day.